turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. I I think it was Ronald Reagan. I think it was who originated the phrase the most dreaded words in American history. Hi, I'm from the government. I'm here to help you. Uh, so, so much truth in that. Since we were talking about COVID, by the way, two straight days of a big dip in COVID cases here in Ohio. Um, it's not unusual to have a dip on Sunday uh, because of the reporting and so forth. But usually if you have a low day on Sunday, Monday it shoots back up. Uh, we've had two consecutive days of uh, well below 3,000 new cases, and we're definitely in a in a downward trend, and we should all rejoice in that. We should. It doesn't mean it's still not serious. I got a, I got a text from a dear pastor friend yesterday morning, and his church has just been hit so hard with sickness, COVID and other things as well. And if I recall correctly, I think three of his church members are on ventilators. So I I, I never want to imply that this whole COVID thing is is not something serious to deal with. But we're on we're on a downward trend. Will it continue? Don't know. Read an article from the Jerusalem Post today. A huge drop in Israel. Huge drop in the number of cases, hospitalizations, deaths, and so forth. But that happened last spring. Early in the spring, that happened in Israel. Everybody says, wow, it's done, it's over, it's finished. You know, almost everyone in Israel was vaccinated, so we're done with this thing. And then it came back with a vengeance, even though like over 90% of their population is vaccinated. They saw a huge surge, not only of cases, but hospitalizations and deaths. Anyway, all right. My my ultimate problem in, in all of this are the mandates. The mandates. You and I should be able to study the facts and make determinations for ourselves and our families. The government should not be mandating something, particularly when we've got a vaccine that is so unproven. I'm seeing all kinds of people make the argument. Well, we don't have any problem with mandates on measles vaccines and polio vaccines. Yeah, 
they've been around for 40 years, some of them 50 years. We've got 30, 40, 50 years of experience with those vaccines. We don't have that with this COVID vaccine. And as I said, almost everything we were told has turned out to be not true. But we have been told this will help you. You've got to get the vaccine because this will help you. It will help everybody else. Listen to this. Headline, Los Angeles County Sheriff blasts vaccine mandate causing mass exodus. Listen to this story. We are told if just everybody gets them, we are, we are mandating vaccines because this is good for you. This will help people. Okay, listen to this story. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department is warning of an imminent threat to public safety and a pandemic of chaos because of staffing shortages caused by the city's vaccine mandate. Sheriff Alex Villanueva, who has said he will not enforce the county's order that took effect October 1st, said Thursday of last week, up to 30% of the department's 18,000 employees are, quote, no longer available, end quote, to provide service following the Board of Supervisors' mandate for all 110,000 employees. The sheriff said this, and again I quote, We are experiencing an increase in unscheduled retirements, worker compensation claims, employees quitting, and a reduction in qualified applicants. As a result, homicide rates will continue to rise, response times will increase, solve rates will diminish, arrests will decline, patrol services will significantly decline, and patrol stations will close. He continued, In the near future, unless something changes, the defunded and de-staffed sheriff's department will no longer be able to sustain the staffing levels required to maintain public safety at the status quo. My personnel already wear masks and would submit to routine COVID-19 testing, so termination of these people makes no sense. In a letter to the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors, Villanueva said he could potentially lose 44% of his total workforce in one day if he followed the mandate. I cannot enforce reckless mandates that put the public safety at risk. He said that the department has already lost more than 1,000 positions due to defunding efforts. Compounding this issue is the fact that my department is experiencing a mass exodus of employees who are retiring early. I currently have 1,605 employees that have 28 years of service or more. This mandate would certainly expedite many of these employees' decision to retire. He said there is no justification for the mandate. He said this, 
This mandate is like putting up storm windows after the storm has passed. As the sheriff, I can firmly tell you this mandate will create a pandemic of chaos within our county resulting in tragic losses. Now, we have been told, you don't get the vaccine, people are going to die. The sheriff of Los Angeles has said, if you require everyone in my department to get the vaccine, people are going to die, but not because of COVID. Now, that's Los Angeles. In New York City, 26,000 New York City workers have not gotten the vaccine by the deadline. Quote, the Big Apple now braces for the fallout of running emergency and essential services without one in six workers across the board and the prospect of closed firehouses, fewer police, ambulances, and mounting trash. 23% of workers in the fire and sanitation department have refused to take the vaccine. In the police department, 16% have declined to take the shot. So what's going to happen in New York City? They're actually going to have to close police stations. They're actually going to close fire stations because of the mandate. So ultimately, are this overreaching, unconstitutional, in my opinion, vaccine mandates saving lives or losing lives. I think any reasonable person would determine it's losing lives. Um, Will the government authorities reverse course? No. No. Because... Ultimately, it's about power. It's not about health. Sadly, tragically, but true. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, the president is not doing well in the polls, and it's uh, it's getting worse. It is not getting better. Uh, even Jake Tapper, yeah, over at NBC, Jake Tapper has, uh, or not Jake Tapper, uh, Chuck Todd, pardon me, uh, Chuck Todd over the weekend discussed a brand new, shocking, his word, not mine, a shocking NBC poll shows that 71% of Americans believe that the United States is on the wrong track. And NBC anchor Chuck Todd said, and again, this was over the weekend, Halloween, he said this is, quote, Scary news for the Democrats. 
Among other things on Meet the Press, he said, we have a brand new NBC News poll out this morning still with some scary news for the Democrats. The overarching message, Americans have lost their confidence in President Joe Biden and their optimism for the country. Just 22% of adults say we as a nation are headed in the right direction. A shocking 71% say we're on the wrong track. And that includes a near majority of Democrats who are saying that. Uh, Chuck Todd wasn't finished, he said. President Biden's approval rating stands at a dismal 42% versus 54% who disapprove. He went on. Believe it or not, just two months ago, Mr. Biden was in a positive territory, 49% approving. So what's pulling down the president's numbers? Look at this set of numbers. Just 37% say he has the ability to handle a crisis versus a majority who says he does not. Um, wow. A Democratic pollster by the name of Peter Hart said, what people voted for was stability and calm. What they got was instability and chaos. Uh, That is a Democratic pollster. Um, Sadly and tragically, it's becoming more and more obvious, certainly to Americans, and uh, I, I can't imagine what foreign leaders are thinking about our president. I just, I can't imagine. Obviously, no foreign leader is going to, not even Putin of Russia is going to come out and say, you know, this man doesn't have the cognitive mental ability to be the president of the United States. But I think it's pretty obvious they're thinking of that. Uh, The president is also in the news because over the weekend he met with the pope. Now, please remember something. It was one day last week that Pope Francis said abortion is murder. He said that. Abortion is murder. Okay. His words, not mine. And by the way, that is the official stance of the Catholic Church, that abortion is murder. That is the official position of the Catholic Church. So, he affirmed that abortion is murder. So, he had an opportunity to meet with President Joe Biden, who is, by anyone's view, the most pro-abortion president in American history. Without a doubt. Not even close. He is the most pro-abortion president in American history a very, very important part of his campaign. I support abortion. I support abortion. Okay, so now get this. The Pope says that's murder. President Biden says, I support murder. Okay? 
quote, President Biden, after his meeting with Pope Francis, said, the Pope said, I am a good Catholic. And he said, I could continue taking communion despite the objections of many U.S. bishops. President Biden added, the subject of abortion never came up during their meeting. Quote, we just talked about the fact that he was happy that I was a good Catholic and I should keep receiving communion. What is wrong with this Pope? And the president, we just talked about the fact that he was happy that I was a good Catholic. It was like he, the Pope put his, his hand on President Biden's head and says, good boy, good boy, good boy. You're a good boy. Yeah, you're a good boy. You're a good Catholic. No, he's not a good Catholic. He's a terrible Catholic. He has openly, publicly, and intentionally rejected many of the key teachings and beliefs of the Catholic Church. How in the world can the Pope with any kind of a good conscience say, you're a good Catholic and you should take communion? I would think that Catholics around the world would be outraged that the Pope, the head of their church, had a one-to-one face-to-face meeting with the most pro-abortion president in history and didn't challenge him. It's unconscionable. All right, folks, hey, have a great evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen, listen, think, think, discern. discern.